<laughs> that hurt. <laughs> More verticality. Recording in progress. All right. Uh, hey, welcome to the straight red card. I'm getting better at almost timing that. You know, I almost came in in on the mic at the same time I on the recording where I say, "All right, recording in progress." <laughs> All right. Yes. So the big news of the weekend, of course, um, and I think we'll just start there, and then we'll move to making our alone. Was that Raina? I mean, that's the headline, right? Of the uh, program. Reina played 20 minutes, and then they've got a midweek game, and then they've got another game. Um, and what if he plays 30 minutes next game, and then the next game he plays 60? Then you're like, okay, he's got to come to the camp, right? Even though he hasn't been here for a couple windows, doesn't Reina have to come to the camp? Um, and then... So if you haven't watched it yet, I did this whole conversation with Max Bredos last night on his podcast. So if you haven't seen or listened to Max Bredos's podcast, go there. It's on what, whatever that's on. What's that on? Uh, I found it on Spotify. I'm sure he's on Spotify. other platforms as well. Yeah. iHeart. Does that sound like another one? Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's a major, it's a major podcast. <laughs> uh, then Spotify, Apple, um, there are other ones too, but those are the ones I can think of. Right. So I guess don't don't you agree if Rain is healthy and he plays 30 and 60 in the next two games, unless Dortmund's got a big problem with it. And they're like, can you please not call him up? Please do us a favor. You know, we just got him healthy. We're worried if we send him your direction and he's traveling all over and, you know, he plays a bunch of men. And I guess the only way Greg could make that easier on them is by saying, okay, um, I'll only play them like 20 minutes a game or whatever. And I think that might work. And by the way, thank you for everybody for joining us on the straight red card live show. Um, we're having kind of fun doing these. And um, so, yeah, rain us back. Um, you know, Casanova actually says that Reina looked better coming back this time than he did two weeks ago. Well, he certainly didn't walk off the field with tears in his eyes, so that is a good start. In fairness, though, he was uh, he was back for a game prior to that too. So, like, mm. he played one game, and then the next game he started, and then came off. That's true. So that's true, and you know, I I don't know any reason why Dortmund would be Dortmund would be afraid, but. You know, we'll see how how that works out. So you know, I mean, I, did... I can understand why. I mean, they have had him for over five months, six months now. So but I'm if... sure they're like, like he just got back. You know, and again, this might be a thing where they go to Greg and they say, "Hey, you know, we can't." I mean, outside of saying he's injured, we can't stop you from taking him. They can't. But could you possibly, you know, maybe like ease into him? Maybe he comes in a bit during the Panama game or even some of the Mexico game, but not starting or you know, feel the game out because I mean. Let's say if Mexico goes down 1-0 against us, you know, fingers crossed. But, you know, this would be the fourth game that they could possibly <clears throat> lose to us. It might start getting, you know, a little chippy. Yeah, and, you know, that's so. the thing about 
this game coming up versus Mexico, it's not going to be powder puff, baby. This is going to be nope. rock them and sock them. There's going to be some fouls. And so, you know, I know if I'm the manager at Dortmund, I'm worried because I know that CONCACAF is extremely rough. So is that a slushy or a soda? My guess it's full half with vodka. It's <laughs> a pretty good guess. That would be my guess. And, and the then, other, the other, the other half is a mixer with caffeine. Red Bull. Fuck that. Yeah. No, it's it's coke. It's diet. Well, Di- the, the generic version of cola O. Okay. Big K cola O. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing um, ginger ale and the big V tonight. V being vodka. Mm-hmm. In case anybody gets the wrong idea there. Um. <clears throat> And that would be weird if you did. Savin and Sam, thanks for the uh, comment there. Like Sam says, guys, hit that like button. Hit it. Sam's so right. He's so right. Um, so anyhow, uh, I guess the bottom line is, do we agree? Because I had this text back and forth with Filippo last night. Hmm. And he was like convinced this means Reagan is going to make the team. And I said, well, you know, Dortmund might have a word or two about that. And... Filippo's like, well, they don't have a word. Well, yeah, they do. I mean, realistically, they have, they can make a request. I mean, he's right. Berhalter does not have to listen to a word they say. He can say, I don't care how, you know, how, um, how much more fitness you think he needs and how you're worried about how injured he might get, but we're taking him. We need to qualify for a world cup. So suck it mm-hmm. up, Dortmund. So there's that. Um, we both agree. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, this is this is a window that it's obviously we have to have all the, any of our players in that we can. We're already suffering a couple of injuries, and I think that Greg's probably going to be looking at Reina as coming back if he plays again, whatever the game is, Wednesday and also on Sunday. Although at that point, come Sunday, we'll know if he's on the list or not. Um, right. But I, I think that Greg would almost have to call him in. You would think he's playing. I think if, if, this is a this isn't like the first window where you're like, you know what, we've got the guys, we can we can shuffle around and survive. This is a window where we need to get some results just to yeah. guarantee our safety because I don't want to go into Costa Rica, you know, really stressing it, you know. And that will mean that Ariola loses his spot on our list because he's yeah. not replacing any of the the midfielders. So yeah. Ariola gets booted, and then it becomes Pulisic, Wea, Aronson, Morris, and Reyna. I forgot who, who I saw on Twitter. Somebody posted this, um, and I haven't watched any of the FC Dallas games except for a tidbit of the first week there. But they uh, somebody had said that uh, that Ariola has been useless for FC Dallas. Is that accurate? I mean, I think they just won their last game, but any FC Dallas fans in the I, in the chat, guys? I haven't watched the games. I just read the stats, the stat sure. lines, and who played and who didn't play and who scored. Who didn't score when Ferreira's not scoring either, by the way. Mm. So that's an issue. Um, and because I, I think we had him as one of our three center forwards. We had Pepe, Ferreira, and Sargent, I believe. Now I'm hearing through some weird, you know, you know, rumors, whatever you want to call. It. They're not really rumors. Um, I'm hearing through sources that I trust, and this is very odd, that Matthew Hoppy might get a call. I think it might happen. It might happen. Um, 
Greg could he, use the fire and the grit that he brings. Yeah, that's for sure, man. He brings and balls to the team, and that's something that we need. He didn't play for Mallorca today. He didn't even make the 18. What is going on in Mallorca? What the hell is going on? And just my personal opinion, I think the manager's a fucking idiot. How's that? Um, number one, all of the two guys that I have who give me source and reports from team practices all tell me, both tell me, he's the best player in practice. He's the best attacking player they have in practice. But he never gets to play. And then when he got to play, they were getting their ass beat. He barely touched the ball mm-hmm. for that, that 20 minutes he was on. And then he doesn't make the bench. What? And then he's not on the injury list. I looked. So I hope these rumors are true, Brett, because that means um, maybe maybe rain is not coming. See? Yeah. And maybe Pepe's not mm-hmm. coming. Or maybe Ferrer's oh. not coming. So that does that leave Sargent? And there's no Ferrer, no Pepe. That leaves Sargent. Peafock, maybe, and Hoppy, and maybe Ooh, you're 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 lumping Hoppy as a potential nine in that roster. I don't see I that happening. No, but he's, he's going to take a winger spot if anything. Although I, I guess you could probably he, Greg could still bring in his favorites that he likes to bring in. That the to Chris's point, couldn't he bring in Ariel and Rain at the same time? Depth is key. The spots are limited, guys. He's not going to exceed 26, 27 spots. And so Berhalter, people yeah. are going to have to get axed one way or another. Berhalter's already said that once it's 28 players, he doesn't know how to ram, run practice anymore. <laughs> so, no, he literally you know, said that. Yeah, no, I know. I always bring that up, too. A lot of people are uh, <laughs> are uh, on your side and saying, like, geez, Derek, you better be right. Man, I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> and listen, I have some evidence. I can't tell anybody what it is. Maybe I will someday, but it'll be like 10 years from now when I write a tell-all or whatever. But, you know, the honest truth is this is reliable information and it's believable, um, the things that have been told to me. And surprisingly, um, from reports I hear as well, Burhalter's been in touch with Hoppy through this very strenuous time at Mallorca, which I'm sure is frustrating as hell mm. for Matthew. I'm sure it's really tough not being able to play when you feel like you're given 100% in practice and you're doing better than the other guys, and you never get to play. And the owners are American, so you thought going into it, you're like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna want to play me, especially if I'm playing well. And, like, you know, Mallorca just keep going down the fucking table. But you got to try something different. Well, I mean, even at, even at the very minimum, even if they don't use him as an actual striker, um, take a page out of Greg's book and put him out wide. The kid, the kid, the kid has the kid has the kid has passion and he has it's a grit and works his ass off. And if you're and playing, talented. if you're doing something weird, like if Greg's thinking, you know what, I'm saving all of my starters or the majority of my wingers and wide backs for Mexico, so they're all fresh. The guys that are going to have to run up and down the side of the field, we're going to keep all those guys fresh. So mm-hmm. all backups out wide, or they all get replaced at the 65th. And so he needs other guys on the, you know, I mean, we got Pulisic and we got Wea and we got Aronson and then we got Morris. So I don't know where he fits in there. I, so that's why I think it's a nine because. Well, again, he can bring him in as the third nine and still use him out wide. Cause Sergeant can play wide too. Right. Yeah. But who you can say that, that 
Hoppy's done nothing. I get it. He hasn't because he doesn't get to play. But you know what? Guess what? Pepe's not doing anything, and he doesn't get to play right now. Um, and P-Fuck's the only guy out there that's scoring. Zarda scored a goal after 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but he doesn't start for Columbus. Altador doesn't start for the Rebs. He scored a goal. So I hope that does get, uh, doesn't yeah. give Berhalter any bad ideas. I hope not. But then you just don't. What idea? And how, how could you leave Peacock off at that point? He's uh, what is he's like the leading goal scorer in the Swiss league right now. I mean, right. He's how, actually, do you, how do you not call on somebody who's actually producing week in week out? I understand he might not necessarily play the the nine that Berhalter wants him to play, but it is what it is. Suck it up and figure out how to use but, your players. But what is that really? Ineffectual nine? Is that what that's called? Because that's what it's called. A false ten. Yeah, I mean it's it's. <laughs> A so ghost. Many, so many falses here. Yeah. Our R10 That's is the ghost on the team. <laughs> there we go. This is why Hoppy's not playing. Yeah. I just I he's a minor or he's a minor owner, so maybe he has absolutely zero say. And I Ar- yeah. yeah. Arnold yeah. asking the big question here. <clears throat> I'm gonna let you wow. Know. Believe me, it would go on till like very late in the a.m. if we did a drinking contest it all depends um, on what i've had to eat that day let's just put it this way <laughs> i've never blacked out before in my life mm. i'm not a black router so i don't know if you are brett are you a black router no nah, consistent i've had i've definitely had nights where i have blacked out yes really but that, okay. that usually follow that usually stems from uh some very unique uh circumstances of drinking when's the last time you puked after drinking. Oh fuck. Um well over a decade ago. Yeah, me too. I don't I don't puke. But you guys gotta well, I don't get hangovers. I generally don't get hangovers either. Me either. It's weird. It's in, that it's means... in our blood. German <laughs> yes. German and north, you know. Come on. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're built to drink. I'm 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 part Irish here, guys. Irish and yeah. Polish. And we're not small mammals either. <laughs> I mean we're you know we used to be taller. I was like five, almost six foot. Now I'm like, I'm shrinking as I get older. I'm like five, ten and a half. I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to go under 10, five, 10. Um, so let's say P Fox, Sergeant Hoppy, and Geo all get in. Who does Burhalter drop? Well, um, you you could definitely drop Areola, right? And we can start the easy part of strikers because there's three strikers and a winger. So let's say. You know, going from last window, what Pepe, Pereira, and Zardes have dropped. Yeah, Pepe, Pereira's gone. They're gone. So they're gonna be they here. get dropped. And then as far as the wingers concerned, again, it's Ariola or Morris at that point. Um, yeah, I guess the only people people might contend, well, Sergeant's playing every game, mm-hmm. but Norwich suck. But, hey, he's playing in the Premier League, so the teams he's playing against are really a challenge. It's really a challenge. Not that... You couldn't say the same thing about Pepe if he were playing at Augsburg, but he didn't play in the last game. He seems way off his form. They're going to baby him through this. He got some minutes off the bench the game before, and then he didn't play at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Greg's thinking, let's just let this kid stay in Augsburg and continue oh. to, you know, let give him a break, give him a rest. Uh, it, doesn't, the, it doesn't. The it doesn't help. Uh, it doesn't help Pe- Pepe's case at Oxford when the rest of their strikers are scoring goals. Yeah. So 
Facts. I mean, they, they're they're they're, bat- they're battling for relegation, guys, and they're going to go with what's working right now, and that means Pepe is going to get bit minutes or or bench uh, until something happens. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Pepe can handle this. Yeah, I think I think he'll understand it. And then you know, old kid. If if Herrera started off the season like a lightning rod, scoring all these goals and assists for FC Dallas, I'd be like, okay, yeah, Herrera. But I mean, it's just not been that impressive to me um, in the games that I've watched, which is one. <laughs> Otherwise, I just watched the highlights, which are pretty good. But he's the center forward for that team, so you are an attacker for that team, so you would expect in the highlights to occasionally see him doing highlight things. As an attacker, I haven't seen it unless I missed something in this last game, but I know he didn't score the last game. Um, so there's that. I'm sure he had moments, but we don't need moments right now. We need somebody who can put the ball in the goal. And when we hit Panama in that second game and Panama plays a low block and we start crossing those balls in, who's going to hit that? Who's going to hit that header? I mean, Pepe more likely than Ferreira. But PFOC more likely than both. Um, so just God help me if Altador scores. It's just, just a follow up to that uh, super chat. Uh, Chris goes uh, PFOC for Zardis, Sergeant for Jesus, uh, Hoppy for Pepe, and Reina for Ariola. Wishful thinking? I mean, that's basically what we said. It might Listen, be wishful thinking. <laughs> I don't think it's super wishful thinking. Nah. All right, we're going to get into some wishful thinking later. I think it's possible, um, and that's all I can say. I mean, I think it's possible. I don't know because, listen, we're dealing with mind-melding with Greg here. That is so hard to do, even though it seems easy sometimes, but it's just not. So um, it's a pain in the ass, and we're we're, we're lucky we get it as right as we have been, frankly. Um, all right, so we're going to – Real quick, there's a – Okay. One I wanted to bring up about Hoppy before we jump off that uh, topic. Okay. Uh, Nate goes, Hoppy can't come. Followed up with, uh, he won't be game ready. And that, that's a concern, and I can understand it. Um, but we're not we're not necessarily saying that he would come in and start every game or any game. He may just come off of the bench. He's fit as hell right now. So I know he's not playing games, and you're right. He won't be maybe game mm-hmm. ready, but there's nothing in – that I've seen about Matthew Hoppy that doesn't say you put me on and I'm game ready. And again, just, right just, ima- just imagine the, the, again, the spunk and the uh, energy that comes off the bench for like 20, 25 minutes. If you needed it, did you have to say spunk <laughs> <laughs> right after they said, Hoppy can't come. All right. <clears throat> That's gross. <laughs> All right. So let's any others. Are we ready to move? Cause I no, don't we have can the move com- on that. Yeah, we can move. I don't have the comments on. We're, I mean, I, 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 to, I could be pulling up comments all day, man. That's the thing. So let's just let's we'll move on. We'll talk about more stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get as many comments on the show as possible. So we're sorry if we missed it. I'm, I'm not even don't even have comments running on my screen because I find it distracting. So <laughs> Brett and your computer explodes, right? And Brett can do, I guess, more multiple things at once than I can. <clears throat> it's it's I'm younger. I can multitask. <laughs> All right, let's get that up on the screen. Let's build our 11 for Mexico. This is for Mexico. The game versus Mexico in Azteca. <clears throat> Where's the camp? Where's the camp prior? You know what? Some, some, um, somebody mentioned that and tagged us on Twitter. 
Um, and they're like, I wonder where they're going to be setting up camp uh, prior to Mexico. I mean, it's only going to be a, a couple of days, but um, but yeah. it's got to be closer. I'm imagine it's got to be relatively close to Mexico. I thought it was Orlando. I guess, I guess if they do it at Orlando, I mean, that's a, that's a quick, what, three-hour flight at that? Yeah, that's a quick hop to, well, not quick yeah. to Costa Rica, but still, I mean, it's better than being it's where it's, Well, that that's where it's at. It doesn't matter where uh, the pregame is. It doesn't uh, exactly. Yeah, in Orlando, and they still have to go to Costa Rica, so it doesn't really matter there. Doesn't exactly prep players um, for the altitude at Azteca, does it? Yeah, some when the the guy who brought it up on Twitter uh, wondered if, if it is Orlando, like in Colorado or something like that. I mean, that's what we typically would do before Azteca. We would a lot of in the old days with Bruce and whatever. We do that whole prep thing. So um, and we would practice at the highest possible place. Well, yeah, I, w- I wonder what the weather in Colorado would be at that point. Would it be better to find like a higher altitude place like in Mount McKinley? <laughs> I don't know if you could even build, build a soccer field up there. <laughs> just, just imagine, you know, the strength and muscle that you're building when you're running up those hills. or mountains. Oh, by the way, speaking of Mount McKinley and, you know, we've already done our thing where screw that. I would never climb the Himalayas, right? Now, for whatever reason, I got into cave dive videos. Oh, dude. It it literally gives me nightmares watching these videos, especially when uh, they get lost mm. and, like, they almost die while they're down there. You have a tendency to just, like, watch shit that just... Really grim. Like I've always been fascinated issues. with the grim side. And then after I'm done watching, I'm like, why did you do that to yourself? You're already in a dark enough spot in your head why add more material you know especially the sharks thing but yeah, sharks and uh, caves those will be the worst yeah i mean these <laughs> it was a bunch of these kids with this rudimentary equipment that wasn't really for deep sea and they they went below like 500 feet or 600 feet i can't remember what it was in a cave um uh, in a dive a cave dive and they all died except for the one kid who said, screw that, guys. This is stupid. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you need to expand what you're watching, man. Get some happy stuff in there. Um, there is a uh, – it's Cave Dive, I believe, is the page on um, on YouTube. I love the show. It creeps me out, though. Anyhow, um, let's start with our goalkeeper because now we got another freaking problem. Stefan was on the bench today for Man City. And what well, if he gets well, I guess the, before, before what, we get there, let's hit the uh, super chat up. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Jose Reyes, one of our favorites. Normally, I'd be talking about tactics or players for both teams. Right now, just qualify. I don't care which player helps us. Don't. Greg is to blame for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. So it doesn't. You just want to win. I get that. But I mean, at some point, we do have to talk about tactics and players because. That might make a big difference. Like if we started the Noblesville uh, U18 side tomorrow against, <laughs> we're not going to win any of the games. So you do have to talk about the players and tactics. I don't think we need to talk about as much because we know what those are in Greg's standard 4-3-3. Yeah, I guess there, we should talk about that real quick. Guys, don't don't expect anything new. No. What we've experienced this entire World Cup qualifying and prior to that, just just substitute players in and out. It's not going to change. We're going to play very similar to how we played anywhere else. One of the most one of the most frustrating things about going to other places to watch their idea of what the starting 11 is going to be on YouTube has been 
hey, maybe we'll play this. Maybe we'll play a 4-2-3-1. There's no evidence for that. There's Where's your evidence that we're going to play that? And the last time Greg tried three in the back, we had the worst first half against Honduras than any other team in the octagon. So is Adams injured? It's not serious. He'll be there. He's back. He Yeah, he was already yep. back. Yep, he's yeah. back. He's not been back. Um, now, the Turner situation, no one will talk about that. Bruce Arena was asked about it in a pressy, and he said, no comment. He didn't want to talk about it. But well, it's been, we, we brought this up on, uh, was it on a uh, Pete's Pete's show? show? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was just a rumor then, but I mean, it's, it's been picking up some steam on uh, Twitter. Now, I don't know if we were the start of that rumor or if some other stuff has come out since. Well, no one's denied it. Yeah. No one said, no, it's not because of the, you know, the Tundra Bowl. All right. That's not because of that. That's not what the freakish injury is. When somebody says something's a freakish injury, then you got to start wondering, well, what kind of freakish injury? Um, you know, so Federation gave Turner frostbite. He might not even have a foot. Um, the only rumors I've been hearing is that it's toes, not a whole foot. So, but I mean, as a goalkeeper, do you really want to lose your baby toe or any of your toes? You got to push off on those little digits, you know? Yeah. So that's a big loss. Hope it's not the big toe, but unfortunately the big toe sticks out, you know, a lot more than the other ones do, depending on how mass. Yeah. Depending on how mal shaped his foot is. And I don't want to see his foot. I certainly don't want to see it if it's got black um, marks on the tips where he got frostbite. That's gross. We don't need an Aaron Rodgers situation here. Feet are disgusting. All right. Any other relevant? Nope, let's move on to our 11. Okay, Brett. Now we got a dilemma. We mm. had Horvath. I don't. I don't see it as a dilemma. We had Horvath. I still do. But what if Stefan plays that cup game midweek? I don't. I don't care. Stefan just got back from being injured. Horvath has been playing for the better part of a month now. Um. I, well, month month worth of games. Let's rephrase that. And, and playing well. Windows. Yeah, and playing well. So I am sticking with Horvath here. All right. I'll stick with you on that one. I, really, I just, why does this get so complicated? It's like, all right. Yeah, Raynor won't be there. He's injured. Oh, nope. Sorry. He's back. Surprise. <laughs> He's back sooner than thought. Well, previously. They've been warning us this might happen. But I didn't expect him to play. I thought he'd get 10 minutes. But he came in with Holland and got 20. So, all right. So we got Horvath. And um, let's this start. might go by pretty quick, guys, because I I don't think we're going to be changing a whole hell of a lot. No, because we got so um, number two is left back. Yeah, and that's easy. That's Jedi. Right back, easy. Dest. Oh well, okay. We're gonna. Did you down. just make Jedi? Jed. <laughs> that's Jedi. J E D I. Oh, it's so small. <clears throat> For me. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Because uh, um, maybe if I made my screen full screen. But then uh, I'm worried my stupid new laptop laptop will freak out. Not really so much the, the laptop. I've started to figure out that it's actually it's um, Edge. Hmm. It's Edge. Is anybody else having a problem with Edge, using Edge? People are going to be like, you use Edge? Pfft, that's stupid. <laughs> Their crap always sucks. It's always yeah. flipping out on certain websites. Um, so that's the back. Uh, left back, right back, and then yep. 
I was worried that maybe Miles was out because he was injured in the last game for Atlanta, but no, it was yellow card accumulation. <laughs> yeah. Taking it to wow, the edge. Wow. Makes me want to jump off an edge. Um, so I think this is still... There's going to be memes all about him now, Derek. Yeah, I know. Derek Boomer, uses Boomer Derek using edge. What a moron. It came with a laptop. I'm sorry. Uh, I know it's not that hard. To it comes put with Google. Windows 10, period. I did put Google Chrome on there now as well. I just haven't switched all my passwords and opened all the sites I need to open and get all the passwords saved again on there so I don't have to. Anyhow. Um, so this is easy. It's Zim. Zim is your dude. He's one of your two dudes back there. And then the other question is who else? And, well, who else has Burhalter's total trust? And Richards is out. He's still injured. So it's Miles, right? Yeah. That's going to be. So, yeah, we've talked about this, but we've never done this, right? We haven't done our starting 11 versus Mexico yet, have we? No, no, we've no. we've talked about the players, and we we talked about the who who might get called up last time, um, and we alluded to who may be starting over others, but we never talked about an actual starting. Ah, okay. Um, and then here's where people are going to disagree with us, but in um, the eight spot that, or excuse me, the six, which the number's eight, it's a cost. Yeah. we're saving. Adams for Panama and Acosta. He has shown he can hang in there and he can deliver some wicked crosses on set pieces. So let's, let's save Adams. And because if Adam gets another yellow card, he can't play versus Panama. You're done. So, um, and that's going to be a really physical, physical game. It could get ugly. Relax. These kids don't realize what it was like to use Internet Explorer or see a paperclip give you suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you my first computer, you had to uh, get online by using a phone? Yep. yep. Dial up. Classic. Yep. So you're in the folks, process of downloading some illegal music at the time, and then your parents pick up the phone. You're like, no! <laughs> to download a one megabyte file took like a half an hour to a 45 minutes. Seriously, that's what it was like back then, folks. Thanks, Jose, for the five. Thank you, Jose. Um, and then we move, and these guys should be wider, I think. Uh, no, no, they're no, they're fine. They're fine. Um, We're splitting so, hairs at this point. We're just forming right. information here. <laughs> it's Mu it's Musa, and it's De La Torre. I think well, I'm putting Musa on the right because him, Dest, and I'm assuming way up top on the right have a great connection together. And I'm not sure why Musa and McKinney flip flopped in the last window. Well, De La Torre was really good as left him. So I'd say that's where it's going to happen. And I think Greg really gained confidence in Luca De La Torre. And, um, and I'm glad he was brought last window. And I'm glad he finally got to play in the most important game. Must the must win game of that window. So, you know, Luca De La Torre can run all day. So he's he can play two games in a row, and then if we we're done and we're qualified, we're good to go. Uh, no, long or ream. I'm guessing that means for uh, Robinson, since he's not yeah. necessarily having a great stellar beginning of the season. Yeah, I get it. It could be. Listen, Nate, you might be right about long, 
we're just trying to do our best. We included both in our, in our, our 27, we included both Long and Reem, as well as Brooks. Yeah, we're trying so, to read Gre- to who gets who. We're trying to read Burhalter's mind here, um, which is not easy to do. So we'll see how wrong we are. But I would not be shocked if Aaron Lauren started. Um, and we did pick Reem to make this team. Mm-hmm. So why, you might ask, because mm-hmm. Richards is still not fit. Um, Miazga doesn't play. McKenzie doesn't play. CCV has no fucking clue about Greg's system, uh, nor does, I mean, to a even oh, more, curious. to a bigger account, yes, EPB does. But I like uh, Luca on the left. Our attack is missing from there, and he connects it. And the other thing about Luca De La Torre that we learned in the Honduras game, and people are going to say, well, the Hern cares about the Honduras game. They were awful. They were Their nuts were frozen, <laughs> and they played like it. But he was competent at defense, too. He got back, and he's a smaller guy, but he gets back, and he's a little bulldog back there. And, man, he runs his ass off. So I think that's where we're going to go. Um, this was the other one I had up a second ago because this is a concern that gets brought up. Gonna be uh, Adams, at Adams six. at six with the cost as an eight. That would and, be the worst decision that Greg could make. It totally like there's no, there is no artistry, there's no creativity if you play mm-hmm. Acosta as an eight. Would it shock me? No, if Greg did something like that, I'd just be like, oh. God, Greg, why? We know what that's going to amount to. And so, A, you're putting Tyler Adams at risk, and then you're playing the one guy on the team that should never play an eight. I don't, he, I, I'm more comfortable than playing left back than an eight. I mean, that's how ineffective Acosta has an eight. He's that so bad. That, that's the concern. Um, people talk about how uh, Acosta's natural position is the eight, but the problem is, is it's not at the international level. Not the international level. It might be at LAG, but it's not. not G, LAFC. LAFC, God damn it. Um, But it might be, had been at, at Colorado last year, but it's not on the international squad. There, Adams, that's Adams' spot. But when he, Adams is not there, that is a cost of spot. Mm-hmm. So listen, if you want to roll the die on, on Adams in a physical game versus Mexico, which it's going to be, there's going to be pushing, there's going to be neck grabbing, there's going to be eye gouging and poking. So, I mean, Adams, we've seen him lose his cool. That's why he got the other yellow card. He lost his cool and he was frustrated. Mm-hmm. So let's not even risk it. I don't. Panama's the more important game. Yep. And we can still win with Acosta at the, at the, um, sure. I, I think I, I think you can go back. You can go back and look at any of the games that where Acosta was good, and I can almost guarantee you that the vast, vast majority of them are him playing the six. And let's not let's not. I don't want to be overcritical of the old men playing for the Mexican national team, but let's face it: there's a lot of old men on that team, and they haven't really brought the next generation into this team. So. They're not even. They're not that fast either, and they don't play guys like Diego Lannis doesn't get a lot of time. Maybe it's because he doesn't get a lot of time on his club. Yeah. But I just think that next generation they're sticking with a, a fairly old lineup. We'll see what Tata brings. We don't know yet, but um, we're going to be way faster and quicker than them in the midfield. 
I was going to say, so, so that, that's one reason why you'd want to have Luka De La Torre and Musa running that midfield. Oh, that's going mean, to run them. It's, it's yeah. just you know, full speed ahead on mm-hmm. the attack there. So, yep, it's going to drive. It's going to run them ragged. Yep, I hope. Um, and we come out of there with a point, maybe. Acosta shows up versus Mexico. That's true. He has before. Um, so you can add that to the equation too. Plus, I would love to take uh, full. I like. I'd love to take uh, his ability of free kicks. And put it put it to use against Mexico. Yeah, I mean we're gonna have that's that where we're might, gonna need it. So that is one way. So so the one big advantage we have versus Mexico still outside mm-hmm. of Jimenez and one other guy is how tall we are compared to how tall they are. Um, we are generally taller and have bigger guys. So if you're doing you're slinging corners in or you're slinging you know uh, passes or kick uh, free kicks from outside the box, be nice to have somebody as skilled. Um, at a cost of taking free kicks there. And then someone might say, well, then why don't you just start Reina? Well, we'll see about okay. that. But, <laughs> Not against I mean, Mexico, no. No, yeah, I don't think he's going to do it versus Mexico. He might get like the last 20 minutes or something versus Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's starting because Wea is our right winger. And Pulisic's yep. our left winger. Well, we're just jumping right into that, huh? <laughs> yeah. so, well, that's the easy part. Now, I understand that Wea is not playing for Lil much right now. And I get it. But right now, out of all our forwards and strikers, outside of Pulisic and Aronson, who is playing almost every day? Not Conrad. He's not going to make this team. His coach just called him a slacker, a guy who doesn't work hard at practice, to the press. That's never good when that happens. And it might be that Conrad's balls were shined too much while he was at Barcelona, and he thinks he's a trophy. And he needs to get over that and work hard. Um, when a coach comes out and says that to the press, he's not fooling around anymore. That means he's gone up to your face for many practices and said, dude, you need to work harder. You you need to put more, in more time and effort. You need to focus. And then he's seen no change. Um, I don't think he would not play Conrad because he started off the season playing. Conrad's played himself off the team or unpracticed himself there you go that's probably a better term so uh so you don't have conrad i say yeah this is it ballistic and way and here becomes the giant dilemma who starts at center forward man you could take a five-sided a three-sided die and just roll it so i i guess i'll go and start and give my explanation why okay um i'm i'm going with pfock Okay. For two reasons. One, and I mentioned earlier, guy's on fucking fire. He's leading the Swiss League um, in scoring goals. Quite frankly, you need that, especially when we need to score goals. On top of that, our our most dangerous goal scoring opportunities against Mexico this past year have been off of set plays. So we have Acosta lobbing balls in on on free on free kicks. Why not throw Pfock in there, who is good in the air? Yes, he is. Good and at connecting he- on those free kicks, you know. And he's good in the junk, like meaning when the ball starts. Not not, know, not the Zardis form of ping, in the junk. Ping pong, ping ponging around in the box. <laughs> Somehow it finds Pfock's feet, and he's always putting the junk balls mm-hmm. away. So that's another guy. He's a scrapper, and uh, he's good in the air. Let's get him in there, and and let's you know focus on set pieces going into Mexico. Um, they're going to give us some space. So if you've got Musa and LDT blowing by. The Mexican midfield, 
somebody's going to have to foul these guys at some point, and we're going to get some free kicks. So let's make use of it. Um, There's definitely other other arguments be made. Sergeant might be the smart move with his defensive ability in a hostile Azteca. Yeah, maybe, but and you know you could say he's got the experience now in England of playing games again in hostile territories too and, and losing. Maybe maybe you start uh, Sergeant and then throw Peafock in at the 60th. Say hey, go out there, bust your ass. I know it's it's a high altitude, so. You know, you're going to get gassed a little bit. That's a good normal. point. And then you throw Peafock in. You know, when, yep. when all the legs are tired, fouls are going to occur. Yeah. I mean, that might be that might be the game plan. I mean, with that altitude, we could see all, all the subs made by the end of the game. So that's like almost half the team, right? All 16 of them. <laughs> so we could see a lot of resting going on. Listen, it's tiring playing in, you know, high altitude, low oxygen sucks. Um, everybody I, you know, we've ever interviewed before said it sucks. John O'Brien was he the one who was like, yeah, it sucks playing in Azteca. It's like, you can't get a breath. Might've been somebody else. It's been a long time. Uh, but one of the former U S men's national team players we had on mentioned how sucky it was mm -hmm. playing two places in particular. I think I remember it being Azteca and Bolivia. I think it was. <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> definitely two high altitude places. That's for sure. So who are we going with? Peafock? I'm with you. I'm I'm going with Peafock, but I can definitely see the argument for starting sergeant. Me too. But I could if somebody came up to me as well and said, no, nah, it's gonna be Zardis. I go, Yeah. Well, you channel your inner Greg. Yeah, I agree. I'd say I hope not, but you could be right. That's the saddest part about this, is that. <laughs> We really don't have a hot striker right now. If you told me it was Hoppy, I'd go, okay. You know, anything's possible at this point. So many people are out, but PFOC is the guy that's earning it right now. Mm -hmm. Now, Greg doesn't really care about that, uh, obviously. And he doesn't really care about form, despite what he said about Brooks, because that's not an issue for him either. So Greg only makes subs at the 70th minute. All of them? No, Brian, the 80th. <laughs> Sometimes he waits way too long, that's for sure. When it's obvious shit ain't working. There was one game, the obvious game, where mm -hmm. we came back and won the game where he's like, okay, this shit is broken. You're out, you're out, you're out at halftime. These guys are in. And then we went on and won the game 4-1. So that can happen. Now, we did listen to some other people's takes, and we've already picked on Jimmy Conrad, and we didn't pick on him. Um, And he's Pierce. We didn't pick on him. Um, we love Jimmy. We love having him on the show. We just disagree. That's all. Hey, they, they have, they've, had a, that. they've had a great sense of humor about it. Um, posted a couple things on Twitter. They've given likes and responded. So, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Definitely no, there's definitely no, uh, hurt, hurt, hurt feelings by any means. I mean, yes. Did I make fun of Heath Pierce playing <laughs> Slonina in Mexico? In, in Yes. At Azteca. I did. I made fun of him, but in a, you know, bust yep. your balls kind of way. Old school. You know, like, how, how do you even justify that? And, you know, he wouldn't give up on it today either. So now I'm really mad. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> our, good, our good friend Brian brought up a good point on, uh, on Twitter that Salonina will be starting this window, but probably for the U-20s in Argentina. Yeah, there's no so, reason to uh, rush a kid that just turned well, 18. Out not only that, but with with, uh, with uh, Stefan coming back at this point. Yeah. Then at that point, you have your three. 
you know, Horvat takes Turner's spot. That's about it. Yeah, and maybe if you think after the first game that Horvath starts, that Stefan's fully healthy and, you know, you've seen him play in practice beyond two days, you start him in the, the second game against Panama. So on slide 15, you'll see the optional time to make subs is between 70 and 80 minute. Next slide, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Our goal man. is to change the way the world thinks about American <laughs> soccer. That was the worst slide I've read. And I'm sure there are other ones that are total cringeworthy. That's yeah. not your job, Greg. That's not your job. That's not the player's job. Your job's to win and qualify for the World Cup. That's your only job. Don't worry about what the rest of the world thinks about American soccer. They can go <laughs> fuck off. We don't give a crap what they think. We're just going to succeed. And guess what? That'll change their minds. So if that's an end result of, of a good run and qualifying and a good run in the World Cup, then it'll happen. Otherwise, I think, I think don't what we even found put out, that yeah. slide up. I think what we found out with that slide is that Burhalter is a big Bill Nye, the science guy fan. How's that? Bill Nye has a, a phrase. He always had every episode. He'd always say, "It's like, um, like if you put your mind to it, you can change the world." I can't you know? stand things like that. Listen, <laughs> that's possible, but you know what? Somebody has got to be the janitor. Somebody's got to work at the sales desk. Somebody's got to do this job and that job. We can't all be goddamn, you know, movie stars, rappers. I mean, if you put your mind to it, sure, I guess if you completely apply yourself, maybe you could be something great or good at something or find what you're good at. But not everybody needs to, you know, conquer the world. So I, I'm getting sick of that. I'm getting sick of that because what that means is when you look at other people who have lesser jobs than you later on in life, after you hear something like that from Bill and I, you're like, oh, they must be losers. They must have not applied themselves. Well, we have to remember that Bill Nye is talking about science and doing things to advance science and climate change and shit like that. So, I mean, it's, it's not like he's like, if you want to be a doctor, you could be a doctor. Hey, you know, it's just All a phrase right. like, you could change the world, you know. Well, <laughs> we all could change the world, I guess, in one way. We all do change the world. But the way he said it, says it is like you can change like the world <laughs> in a giant way. Yeah, some of us, some people do that. Some bad people change the world in a negative way. So anyhow, Jake says, is Derek available for motivational speeches? <laughs> yes, I am actually. And believe it or not, I used, I'm a regular, I have done over a hundred presentations, not on motivation, um, on building professional learning communities, on the history of the Bloomington landscape over a hundred years. I do presentations all the time. You can find my history ones. They're online. You put in Derek Ritchie, Bloomington, uh, Monroe County History um, Club. You'll find me on there. Mucho times. I, I do it every year. I go there and give another presentation. So, all right. But no, not a motivational speaker, man. It's, that's not what I do. All right. And that's the funny thing, right? That's kind of the joke in what he was saying. Because I'm not. Obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm a Debbie Downer. I'm like, man, somebody's got to mop the floors. That's just yeah. how it goes. And it's um, going to be you. And it's not because he's lazy <laughs> and not because he didn't apply himself and not because, you know, he didn't think, oh, geez, I need to change the world. No, he just, that's what he wants to do. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Nate, uh, where's Bicky? I hope I got that right, Nate. Um, Much better than what I would have said. We. We. 
We got to use. Oh, oh, there's ignore okay. the period. <laughs> English major. We got to use Aronson centrally because he's been so good for Salzburg at the central attacking roles. He's so inventive and skilled. And without McKenney, we're putting one of our best. Let's. This is a good time to bring up um, the um, the piece from uh, FIFA America, Jake Show, right? Uh, yeah. Let's because... let's one pull one pull it up. Let's go and talk about this because we have we have talked about this before, like utilizing him as a, uh, in the central because that's where he plays for Salzburg. The problem is Greg doesn't play a a position that he plays at Salzburg. And so, yeah, we don't play a CAM. We don't play a 10. You show me any evidence of that, and I'll go, okay, yeah, I guess that's possible. He's done it 30% of the time. There's 0% of the time chance that that's happened. Um, and there's 0% chance going into this window that we're going to do that because Greg's going to just do Greg at this point. He's If he's smart, he's not going to do a bunch of experimentation and screwing with the players' heads by doing all these weird-ass formations that they've never practiced, never learned, and never discussed. So Greg is so predictable at this point that it would absolutely shock me if we lined up in a 3-2-1, a 4-2-3-1. A my one of my favorite positions, by the way. So if he did it, I'd throw a party. But then I'd be worried. Oh shit! Because he fully prepared these kids for this different formation. So uh, Aronson could could have take the right wing for Wayat, and Reyna could sub for Musa at the 60th again. Listen, these are all good ideas. In you a, just don't have the coach for it. In a perfect world <laughs> and a different coach, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But Rain is not going to play midfield. I don't care what he does at Dortmund. I say, despite what he does at Dortmund, yes. And there is no way that Greg is going to suddenly fling Reyna in midfield, not in his system, because his midfielders are his two eights are box to box guys, and he wants Reyna in a more attacking space. And since we don't play CAM, he's got no other choice to play him out as a right winger or as a false nine, which that's we see no evidence of that either. And so last show, I know I got really harsh and I was saying, you know, we can't live in a fairyland world at this point. We got to be real. And I hope that didn't piss Heath off. I don't think it did. Like you said, they've been replying on Twitter. I, you know, the, you yeah, know. The, thing is, the thing is when you talk about uh, uh, players and stuff like that, they've got to have relatively thick skin. And then despite we keep saying like, oh, geez, I hope we didn't hurt their feelings or anything like that. Well, you didn't say anything that was bad. No, I didn't. I mean, you you criticized a couple of player selections, but again, ninety five percent of what you said, you agreed with him on. I'm a, I'm glad you yeah. remember all that. So that's my other problem. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> like yeah. as soon as the show's over, it's it's gone. Chris, Gary, Derek, Debbie Downer, womp, womp, true. <laughs> um, I haven't been. I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a pretty dark guy. It reminds me that my album is coming out in three months now. It's finally been pressed. Well, half of the pressings are done on record. So if you guys are record people and you like indie rock, it's going to come out. And then when you hear the music, you're going to go, that's some dark ass fucking indie rock music. I mean, this guy, this is dark, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess that's kind of the way I got it out of my system back in the day. I would play a music and I would write and I'd get it out. So, um, <clears throat> Jake, who do y'all rate higher, Musa or Wea? Well, they I play mean, different positions. They do. Is this Jake? Jake? Uh, no. I, doubt, I doubt it. I'm sure he'd be under his uh, FIFA America account. If it was. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, right now, I'd have to rate Musa higher, even if I wasn't going to take into account they play too. Well, Musa does play out wide for his for Valencia a lot, mm. or had. Um, but right now, Valen uh, Musa is he's just in better form, mm. and Wea's not getting any playing time. But that might not mean a thing. I mean, a guy like Wea well, can be like, screw it, I'm using this opportunity for the, with the national team to show people how good I am. Mm. That might inspire him. Well, it might that's, put a chip on been, his shoulder. I mean, it's kind of been what's been happening. I mean, uh, uh, Jimmy and Heath had a, a stat up that says that he last time he got an assist was like back in December. It's been a while. It's been a minute for sure. Sorry, I, I hear I hear a bunch of kids moving around and little, they little, should not be awake. Little gremlins. They're going to get water, it looks like. By the way, if I, I mentioned it earlier, but if you haven't checked out Max Bretos's show with me. It was a one-on-one podcast that was supposed to end it in 35 minutes. It went on for an hour. Like we couldn't shut up. So there you go. <laughs> it was that, that's the thing. That's the thing. We're always like, oh geez, they, you know, let's keep this at 20 minutes, and then 40 minutes later, it's always like that. So it didn't surprise me. And you're like, yeah, it was a 30, it was supposed to be a 35 minute episode, and we were there for 50, like 52 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. It was and long. I was like, yeah. I mean, yep. I totally see that, Derek. <laughs> It's like there's no way, you know, <laughs> that's happening. I didn't say it to Max before the show started, but I'm like, there's just no way this is going on for mm-hmm. 35 minutes. But <laughs> I was willing to keep it short if he wanted to. But, yeah, we didn't even cover. Like, we had five topics to cover. We covered three. <laughs> so that would have had to been like an hour and a half show mm-hmm. for it to work out. Um, all right. So this is um, all three guys from FIFA America today. Have to give Jake lots of props for – you know, um, sort of hammer, uh, putting the gavel down and saying, now nope, I'm making it up, uh, an executive decision here. This is who's starting. Uh, because there are some weird ideas out there. And let's start with well, I guess, I guess weird. What we needed to do, we needed to do is we need to preface. It's weird in the sense that we're judging it from a Greg, a Greg Berhalter standpoint. But shouldn't everybody at this point? What other way is there to do it? Your wish list, your, um, your Disneyland wish? I had a dream. Yeah, we can't do that anymore, folks. I mean, you, if you want to do it, you can. You can say, all right, well, my dream lineup is a 3-5-2. I got Pulisic starting at goalkeeper. And I'm coming up, yeah, with Pulisic at goalkeeper. <laughs> I'm starting Matt Turner at center forward. I mean, listen, we can do a lot of weird shit. It's hard enough to get Greg right as it is. So if we start going even further off the reservation, then we're just giving you BS information, right? We're just not giving you anything... We're, we're, we're screwing up your expectations for, I mean, most of you know it anyhow. You're pretty, you've got reality. It's in your head. Yeah. You, you figured out who Greg is. And so I just don't feel any need at this point to to make up things that'll never happen. Yeah, so. and I, I think the the issue is, is that uh, we've, we've come to the realization that uh, it's not, it's not, grass is not always greener on the other side at this point. You know, right. we're, 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 we're like, okay, you know, people are out there, they're having dreams. They, they, you know, like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we did this, this, and this? And we're just like, yeah, it's probably not. I mean, happen. and then let's say you do have a dream. <laughs> we could line. be wrong. We could be wrong, and we'll absolutely throw for wrong. Oh, we will. If, if, absolutely if, call it if, out. Like, if, oh, we totally fucked that up, man. Dude, if Greg <laughs> comes out playing a, a 4 2 3 1 in the next game, mm-hmm. I will ask for eternal apologies. And I will apologize to the guy we're about to play right now. I will I will text him and say, dude, I am really sorry. 
that I did a mini bus ball on you. But I mean, really, at the time, that's like, not. Hey, man, good call. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus, you got, that one. You, yeah. got a, you got like a magic ball I could buy. I mean, I I'd like this, <laughs> a crystal ball that I could purchase from you because, God damn, is, is Burhalter you... is Burhalter changing uh, formations? I mean, the only way <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> Shit. Burhalter, he would have to take some magic mushrooms or get really, like, take acid to change what he's doing right now. He would have to go into a total mental, different mental state than where Greg is. Because Greg believes in Greg. And Greg believes in Greg's system. And Greg believes in how he's doing things. And, I mean, we, uh, we had, we've had instances where we didn't have... We didn't have Weston. We didn't have Pulisic. We, we haven't really had Reyna. Well, people uh, are so saying we, that, too. They're we've saying... had that. We've always played the same thing over and over and over again. So, I mean, you guys, I mean, it, they got the formation of the 4-3-3 up there, right? Yes. No, I, I'm just saying they got that right. One important player like McKenney isn't going to make Greg say, well, I'm throwing this whole thing out, the baby with the bathwater at this point, and start and do something completely different. So... Did he just ask Brett for a magic ball? No, I asked for this guy we're about to play his magic ball if his prediction here or his wish comes true. Let's play. All righty. For I, I wouldn't be shocked to see something like a 4-2-3-1. It's kind of what I would like to see a little bit against Mexico. I'd be shocked. In the McKinney injury. And then I think on the right wing, we could get away with even playing someone like Ferreira out there or if we wanted to save somebody like way up for the game. I see if we do do come out with a 4-2-3-1, then you got to ask yourself if you want to have Aronson or Reyna in the middle. I think it would make sense to have Aronson there, but if you wanted a little bit of positional flexibility and to save Wea for the game against Panama, then I think you could have Gio potentially in the middle. I, he obviously doesn't have the legs to go long enough, I think, yet, but I think it would be something that you could see a little bit different. And just because Greg has kind of rolled the same – formation out there and yes he has. He has some injuries we're going to see how flexible he can be not flexible <laughs> what? he didn't he he didn't make it past his first day of yoga dude i want the bag of shrooms this guy's on because it must be fucking fantastic well i mean the thing thing is once you start once you start once you start changing the formation then yeah i mean things will start uh falling into place as far as like you're you're listening to like you know, like maybe we play for out wide we put rain in the middle of, or for part of the game or whatever and you're starting thinking like, well, that, that could be a possibility. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily play Ferreira out wide. Um, again, Wea would have been the better option, which is what he, he brought up in the end. Um, but yeah, when you when you start changing the formation, of course, and at that point, things are just going to start expanding as far as, well, that's not going to happen. Well, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because we're going to play the four three three regardless. We're not playing a four two three one. We're playing a four three three. I've always said it. I absolutely hate solo striker formations. Hate him, hate him, hate him. It doesn't that's really me, matter. But see, that's the point. It's like you can hate him, I can hate him. Although I played a three-one-three-three in high school, um, and that's really weird. But it's kind of like a four-three-three. Um, so, but I guess I think at this point, my point is that we can't do the magical mystery tour here. At this point, mm -hmm. we've got to get down to brass taxes, which is reality. And since there's zero evidence that Greg has any idea of playing a 4-2-3-1 ever, then it's just not going to happen. I mean, you can't even, you can't, the percentage chance of that happening, like I said, Greg would have to be extremely high that morning and go, you know what? I've just had a revelation. 
Yep. But that's not Greg. Greg's about as flexible as a metal rod. <clears throat> In this window, it's not going to happen. Come Nations League and any friendlies, he might experiment, which I I still kind of doubt that. But definitely not going to happen in this window. Did CBS come after us? Didn't they give us a claim for the K. Galazzo video? Uh, not a claim. We just had limited monetization for that one. I well, don't know what the hell that was about. Somebody complained about something. something. Yeah. Somebody complained about I was going to joke about this. I'm going to go, Jake, you better not strike us for this shit. <laughs> no, I don't think Jake will do that at all. But hey, I, I don't. I haven't met. No, this he channel. won't do it. No, he, he won't strike us. No, we love Jake. <laughs> we love Jake, and um, so I'm not picking on this guy. I just watched the show because I watched Jake's show. So and I like Jake's show, and I just thought, well, that's. Can we stop doing this? I mean, I guess he can do it if he wants. They haven't. I guess had the whole team together, so he's just spitballing ideas. But the problem is, we're kind of beyond spitballing at this point. Like, we know that Greg Berhalter. Like, you got to get to know this guy. You got to get in his brain. You got to mind men with him. You got to spock it out with him, right? Well, and I think that's one thing. He, I think he does. I think what he is, I think he, like, he's, I believe he said that he would like to see. I think he said and, the word wish. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I even think that uh, he's just like, and this is stuff that we all would like to do. Like, we had to come up with the dream formation. We did this too. We did the, you know, you did, I forgot what your formation that was. Uh, four, the, two, uh, three, four, two, three, one. Okay, there we go. I did the Your, four, two, yours two, was two. a four, two, two, two. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I mean, we got we all have our, our wish list and how we feel like, oh, this would work much better than but there's no trotting out there, you know. There is no blurred, blurred lines when we do it. We clearly say this is just a fantasy world. And I, I right? should have like a wish list, like, you know, a little, a little warning sign at the very beginning of it all. Yes, we make, <laughs> exactly. We make a very distinct difference between here's what Greg's going to do and here's what we'd like to do. And I don't think we're going to do a lot of more. This is what I'd like to do is because it's not helpful to people who, let's say they're new fans of the game and they've been watching U.S. soccer for five years or something. <clears throat> and if we give them false hopes, that's not fair to them because then they'll just be really pissed when it doesn't happen. And I don't want, I mean, people are already pissed enough. There's no need to give them false hope. So no four, two, three, one. Um, and we can move on to the next one, which is sort of related as well. And it's at the 2830 mark. And props to Jake for pulling this thing together because like he made it made sense. Like he's like, let me, let me grab the gavel. I'm making you know the decision and this is who's going to play. Because uh, we, but generally they got it right. They got it right. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking over their list as a whole. I mean, they got. This is I mean, their looking at the four three three and everything. That looks perfectly fine. Again, and this is again. This is their Panama not, team. By the we're way, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not coming down on anybody when we do this, guys. Just remember that as content uh, content creators and everything. The reason we're where we're at, we're out here talking, is because we have an opinion and uh, we don't have a filter to to stop us from saying. And we're, so. And we're old and grouchy. Well, at yeah. least I am. Yeah, I'm I'm the optimistic one, guys. Yes, I'm I'm the dark one. Can't you tell by my outfit tonight? <laughs> <clears throat> I should have wore black eyeliner. Like spy versus spy, and I guess I'd be the white black li black lipstick, black eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need we don't need to go back to your the '90s, Derek. Yeah, I never did wear makeup. On. Well, that's <laughs> not true. We did a cover show once, and I did wear makeup, black eyeliner, mm -hmm. and uh, it was a T-Rex. How long? How long was the dress you wore? 
wasn't because T-Rex didn't wear dresses. <laughs> but uh, I dressed up like T-Rex. I was playing, playing, the guitar, playing the guitar with tiny hands must have been tough. <laughs> you don't even know who they are, do you? Fuck no, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, what are we going to do? I mean, I know I'm bad at movies and remembering movies, but we got to work on your music, man. T-Rex are, they're, they're like English. They were right up there back in the day as English rock legends, mm. right when the Beatles were around and kind of later yeah, on. Out of my era. All right. Great stuff. There's a video of me online somewhere <laughs> doing um, a T-Rex cover from that show, and it's called uh, Dandies in the Underworld. If you look up Brando in YouTube slash or whatever, Dandy in the Underworld, there's me. That's me. Like, I don't know, eight years ago? Playing on stage live. Yeah. All right. Um, well, next one. Here you go. And then we'll take some questions to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And do you guys have any other names that are kind of bouncing around in there that could possibly be in this lineup? I think we got to talk about Georgie Mihailovic. No, we don't. I think you can talk about Mihailovic. Could. And then a guy that I would have loved to have seen brought on maybe a little bit sooner. It's way too late now, but it is. Alex Mendez continues to be getting really good minutes in the Portuguese league. Not really. And he's just a guy that is, you know, isn't even thought about really much anymore, but you know, he's a guy, if if we were to potentially do that 4-2-3-1, he's a little bit more offensive-minded. Uh, but, you know, people, you know, if they still remember him from the U-20s where he was just a complete offensive threat and didn't have much to his defensive game, he has grown immensely. His, his game is really rounded into form, and he can go into a tackle and come out all right. So he's a guy I wish we could have had as a potential person to throw in here, but at this point it's too late. He'd be one of those summer guys that we'd have to try to bring into the mix. Dude, I almost ah. had a be I almost had a Beavis attack. Okay, just so there we go. I almost lost it there. I almost had a Beavis okay, attack before we before we. <laughs> so, no, no. <laughs> hey, you brought up four two three one again. That's like <laughs> stop talking about the four two three one. Don't yeah. give anybody any hope for that because it's just not happening. Dream. I'm fine. And, with, I'm fine with them having a dream. You, and, you know, we can all we can all hope. We can all hope for greener pastures in the end. And hasn't Mendez lost his starting role for a month now? So yeah, let's. Uh, I guess we can talk about that. No, he so, only played twelve minutes this week. So okay. I, I, w I will kind of push back on Derek's uh, a bit here and go play devil's advocate because. Oh goody! Yeah, let's go back and forth. That way, I can offend you yeah. and not the guy on the yeah. show. <laughs> Why are you always yelling at me, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so he so plays for Vizela in Portugal, just to yep. be clarify that so uh minus the start of the season he had a couple of bench there but for for a good chunk of the season he was getting some good minutes yeah he was playing he was. 90s playing 80s all the way down to 60s a couple of uh small minute here and there mm -hmm. but he was having some consistent play time in the portuguese league which you know is the fifth best league in the world and then he had that horrendous game against braga and then whack, his time got cut and started getting cut but they came back and but uh, the big concern is, for like the last month, he's yes. got like 23 minutes. Not good. So it's not currently good. speaking. Currently speaking, he's not on the best of form. Saying that again, he's had a pretty solid year as far as minutes are concerned. I mean, I, I haven't watched him play, so I can't tell you how he's performed by any means. Um, I remember him from the youth levels, so again, I, I know the player he was at the time. But then again, I mean, 
I also remember Sargent scoring a lot of goals at the youth level too. So <laughs> listen, change, I guess. I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about Alex Mendez. Yeah. We should. But if we're going to talk about him, we need to be real. And he's going through a slump right now and he's not playing regularly anymore. It's been a month. Right? It's been well been close. Month, yeah. Close to about a month. He has yep. not been playing. So no, he's not in form, and no, he's not playing for Fazela right now. Not a lot. He's playing some spare minutes here and there. He lost his starting role on the team or big chunk minute role. And it's not because of injury. It's because he's had some really poor games. Honestly, he's not good at defense. So again, you know, you you could bring him in and play play a magical 10 in a seat, but we don't play a 10. And it's not gonna happen, folks. And I mm. just hate being this. I hate being this negative because um, I want stop, people, stop hitting I, it. It's already dead. I want people to have dreams. Okay. But we're, it's the nitty gritty time. We're getting coming to the next so window. He, it, to his credit, he does say he's likely going to, he'd likely be more of a summer guy that we look at. And oh, quite yeah. frankly, at this point, Jordy's, Jordy's right up the same boat. Uh, yep. it, it's too late. It's too late in the cycle. Yep. He's right about that. Into, into the mix. It's so way again, too late. I expect the midfield to not really change, except for instead of Weston, we've got we've got Luca De La Torre, who, oddly enough, was brand new in the system as of last window. So I mean, I guess things can change, but yeah, but you know, he'd been knocking on the door. Hey, Pete, thanks for the shout out. Um, yeah, I mean, it it was good, but how long had been people nagging Greg about bringing Luca De La Torre in? Luca De La, De La Torre went to the press and said, yeah, I don't know why I'm not being called up. It's, it's BS. Then when he got called up and played, he said, yeah, I should have been called up a long time ago. I've been playing like this all season. Come on, what the hell? It's like, what is, I don't know what he was waiting <laughs> for, but that's up to the manager. Yeah. So um, I think we've got the 11 that we think is the most probable at this point. Um, and I, I, did, I didn't catch the end of that. Uh, so I guess I don't know what their final 11 was. I'm looking at what they had because they were missing Luca De La Torre and they're missing the, the uh, nine. We'll go to the so, end when all the pieces are filled out. Let's see. And this is their Panama setup. They got it mostly right. They really did. So this is very light criticism. Very light. Um, I'm trying to, you know, deal with very soft mitts. Soft mitts here. But listen, guys, Richie Ledesma, people bring him up all the time. He's injured all the time. He's he's still not even back. Alex Mendez, Vizela, not playing right now for a month. Not playing much. And then when Hoppy gets called up, everybody's going to be like, well, he doesn't play. Yeah, he doesn't. But that's not where we have a problem right now at center. That lineup looks familiar. So, like, like down to the T. Can you zoom in a little bit? Or is this as big as it's going to get? Holy well, you're gonna have to tell us who it is then. Uh so they got uh Jedi Robinson, uh Zimmerman Dest on the back line. Who they got a goalkeeper, Horvath? Horvath. Oh god. Uh Luca De La Torre, Adams, and Musa, and then Polisic, Pifok, and Wea. I think they nailed that for Panama. I unless Pifok plays in the first game. Oh, just, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess just, I, I wasn't paying attention. Uh I it's Panama. To, yeah, it has to be well, they they they're 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 I'm guessing they are playing under the impression that Greg, like Greg came out last window and said we're playing our best eleven. I don't care about yellow card accumulation. If 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 Adams does make the Canada game, he does make the Canada game. 
I want to say, though, this is a little bit different because, quite frankly, if Adams would have gotten the yellow card last window, he would have been right as rain this entire window. So uh, I, yeah, think I think he's got to play this window a little bit different, in my opinion. You would hope he would because the most important game in this is three points against Panama, who are not exactly breathing up our buttholes, but they're right behind us. So, God, nope, Kong Snake. No, that's okay. the reason I got to <clears throat> I was going to uh, say, you, you really like this guy. I did. I mean, right? I, he, popped, he popped up right when I clicked on this one. So don't get me right. wrong. Uh, hold on. Got, let's answer that while I was there. I hope our center backs won't have to make any passes. <laughs> yeah. Not not the the the, the most affluent of passers, but uh, Ryan says, why aren't you using edge, Brett? Go with the times. <laughs> good. Someone went after you. That's good. Sarcasm, um, Derek. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like, yeah. Yeah, I get it. All right. So, I mean, that's really all we can fit. We're at a minute 13. Yep, we we've only other... been on here a minute and 13 seconds, guys. I mean, an hour. Fuck. <laughs> who's, uh, who's, who smoked too much tonight? All right. Um, I mean, listen, I, I don't. we don't have time to go through the Yanks Abroad report on this live show. No. There's no freaking way. Even if I just do a summary. You'd be here till midnight. Yeah. So, um, unless we have any other questions, anybody have any other questions, we will answer them. Do we have, oh, we have some stuff on Twitter. There was one guy who, if we go to our last show, um, that we did, um, sorry to spring this on you, Brett, but not our last show, the show before that. The last live stream? Believe so. When I was criticizing Heath for fantasizing too much and playing Salunita against Mexico. That show. There was a guy who had this really long response to me about, you know, why it's okay to live in a, well, he didn't say it okay to live in a fantasy world, but uh, I thought he made some good points. Um... And I, I just want to let people know, listen, if, if you want to make your own fantasy fantasy team, just go for it. I mean, yeah. nothing's, I think that's totally fine. But if you're going to come on YouTube and in your show, yeah, I can't read it. It's too small. Going the wrong way, going the wrong way. Whoa, whoa, what the hell up there? All right, this is as big as it's going to get. Um, there we go. Yeah, I can barely read it. Consider yeah. that the fairy tale lineups provide value for U.S. men's national team fans. Okay. Uh, who don't have the time or bandwidth to understand our deeper player pool. Well, that's the problem, right? That they don't have the time and they don't know, the, they don't have the research and you give them a fantasy line. Now they're even more misled than they were before. You're not helping them. How is that provide fans? I guess it may open up the realm of under, knowing knowing new names. So, like, if we just continued trotting out the same 13 names for the, the starting lineup, uh, they might not – so, judging from the very beginning of, this, of the world qualifying, if we just trotted out the exact same lineup and everything like that on our on our, our predictions, they would not, they might not have known who Luca De La Torre was, despite the fact that we talked about him all the time. Yeah, we, uh, listen – that, that, I think that's his point. No, it's, it, his it, point it is still wrong. It, it still broadens everybody's understanding of the player pool. Mind you, Bullshit. It, might be, it might be setting them up for failure by saying, no. like, well, this Luca De La Torre guy plays over here. Why isn't he included? No, you're, he's wrong. 
Because, listen, when we talk about a starting 11 and we debate all the major players that might play in that position and then we pick the 11 and we talk about the rosters, we always talk about the guys that get left off that shouldn't have been left off. We always do that. <laughs> Isn't that a more realistic way to do it than to create a fairy tale lineup and say, this is what I would do? And then people read it and they're like, okay, well, you're welcome to publish it if you want. I'm just thinking that's not helping people who are in the situation he mentions on this very thing. U.S. men's national team fans who don't have the time and bandwidth to understand our deeper player pool. There are lots of ways they can do that. Like I would point them to the soccer by Ives, weekly reports, Yank reports. That would sum it up for him almost immediately. That's a very point, least yeah. The top. There are other ways to do it than creating a fantasy group and then not telling people explicitly this is just my dream fantasy thing that's the problem with that if it, if you don't tell them then they're gonna if they're not informed they're gonna go oh well this guy knows what he's talking about and they're gonna believe it because well, you're their information and so when the guy doesn't show up on game day and he's nowhere and i didn't even make the roster let alone the starting 11 you know then you're not baffled by it so anyhow he, Again, he does go on to say maybe we need two separate ones like Tech did. Um, yes. Where like, you know, like, hey, the, here's what I think Greg's going to include. Here's what I think we should do. It's exactly what Tack does. He says, here's what Greg's. I think Greg's going to do. Here's what I would do. He's mm -hmm. very distinct about that. So you learn about the player pool that isn't getting included sometimes. And you learn about, he's trying to do what we're doing. Mind melding with Greg. It's the only thing we can do right now. We got to use some evidence for that we can't just go off in left field and say well this guy's never played before but i think this is a good time to pick this guy out of the blue and play him so there's that all right just because i just realized as sharing my screen people can start seeing certain things i've got saved to my desktop and everything this happens to come up see brett's a big minecraft game or minecraft guy was that your kids uh so i, I yes i guys i do play minecraft Primarily because I've got kids, but I did play Minecraft prior to the kids. It, oh. you know, I'm, I'm a game, I'm a gaming guy, and I like sandbox uh, games. But I'm uh, predominantly an indie game, indie game guy. So I play games like uh, Seven Days to Die and a lot of old school games. You know, mm. old school Boulder, uh, Boulder Gate games, um, uh, XCOM, the originals, not the new shit. Um, I'm so. not, I'm not much of a AAA uh, player. So all I play is FIFA and every racing game you can think of. Like, I'm a big F1 fan, a big IndyCar fan, big open-wheel fan in general. So those games I play, I race. I love it. I love mm -hmm. racing. I mean, if I, I I could have done anything else in my life um, outside of what I did do, which is a lot of things, so I'm not complaining or anything. Don't get me wrong. But, man, I love racing. And my dad used to race uh, VW Bugs in Germany when I was a kid on the mud tracks. Yeah. Or sort of, they were like muddy, gravelly tracks. So we, he used to race those. And I'd go watch him um, run those little bugs, bug versus bug yeah. cars uh, in Germany. So I feel like much like uh, much like any sport that I'm not interested in, going to see it live would be different than witnessing it on TV. Because watching racing on TV is just a good, a, a good solution for insomnia for me. Indy 500 live is mind-blowing. Again, going 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 to, going to actually see it live would be one thing, completely different, because you're experiencing it a whole difference. Whereas, 
when you're watching on TV, uh, especially like NASCAR, you're literally just watching them going in a circle. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, I'll come I'm back not... right when they end. I mean, NASCAR has switched to a lot more road courses and tra- uh, different tracks that don't just turn left. So they are trying to adapt because the fans ask for it. But you're right. I mean, I'm not as big of a NASCAR fan, and I'll watch it on occasion, but not if there's other things on TV. Like, we got a lot of soccer to watch, so it's kind of hard to mm. watch other sports. It really is. So I have to be picky. So it, for me, it's F1 and it's soccer. That's what I pretty much focus on. And I, you know, I watch the players today, too, bits and pieces of the golf thing. So I, got, I have, again, guys, I've got a Switch because I've got kids. Definitely have Mario Kart. Many different Mario games. Um, where's the where's one? That's, uh, I also like games with a good yeah. story. Well, yeah. it's just like fun games. I mean, just games that you can just play as a group. Those are those are fun to do. When my younger son still lived here, I would play um, a lot of those sort of big big time games. What were the big time games where you're like in space and you're traveling around? What was that game called? And there are cart the the, the it's a lot of cartoonish looking characters in it. You know what I'm talking um, about? Yeah. Um, th- yeah. It's like Fox almost said. a cartoon almost. I played that the whole game. Is, um, I also played all the zombie games with my son. But, yeah, he didn't live here anymore. He's in college. So it's going to it's gonna, it's gonna kill me. Um, Somebody's got to know what the hell big, I'm uh, about. Star Fox. Hmm. No, nope, that doesn't sound right. It's cartoony. It is cartoony, but it's that's not it. I think I would know it. I heard it. There's like a maybe this will make it to stand out. There's like a a uh, a girl and she's like 13 years old or whatever in it, and it's really kind of some weird scenes that she's in, and she's an idiot and she screams a lot and talks a lot, and then you just got to go all over these these planets and doing all these missions and shit. You're flying shit around and you're shooting guys with your laser gun anyhow fuck it um i don't know my mm. video games very well i just played them because you know it's the way we interacted halo there it is i was like the saddest description of halo i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> like oh it's cartoony so i immediately jumped to star fox well what's so funny about it is that um like he would try to explain to me kind of like where we were on the narrative of the game I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Just turn it on and let's play. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to uh, know. The quote unquote, thirteen-year-old girl you're talking about is Cortana, and she's not okay. A, not a thirteen-year-old girl. <laughs> what? What was she? She looked like thirteen or eleven or somewhere around that. Just like a little girl. She's just she's just a digitized uh, AI adult female. No, she was not. Yes. No. Yes. I don't think so. Anyhow, I'll not ask. Not a real sp- person, man. It's just AI. No, I get it. It wasn't a real person. I'm fully aware of that. Weird no. that they would. Weird that they give Master Chief a a 13 year old girl to lead him around. No, Have you no. played Halo? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I grew up playing. I played. Uh, all, I played all the way up through three, and at that point, I got away from it. Just it's. Well, how the fuck would much you? Of original. How the fuck would you have described it? Just a. Uh, it's just a space game where you're uh, fighting against aliens, and uh, they're trying to conquer Earth, and. There's halos, you know. <laughs> so no, it's definitely it's a my my take on it was always the PvP version or PV yeah PvP. I was never much of a PVE person, so I never really I completed the Halo One uh, storyline, but I never really did any of the other Halos. We I just played the PvP versions of it. Okay. 
don't even know. <laughs> it's a green uh, guy that shoots aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we, unless we have, do we have more questions? Yeah, we got oh, some uh, Twitter stuff. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Chris Gary asks, uh, how many times has Straight Red Card gotten into hot water with USSF players, Serbs, or whatever, or whoever? <laughs> we got to... We got to sum this up, huh? Have we gotten hot water with the Serbs? Yes. That's before the 2000 and 10. whatever World Cup. 10? 2010 World Cup, yeah. Um, yeah, where we predicted they would finish last in the group, which they did. Yep. But in the meantime, we got all kinds of death threats. That was fun. One mm-hmm. guy's like, I'm going to find out. Or no, he said, I know where you live and I'm going to come and slit your throat. I'm like, the fuck? I don't know if you got any of those, but I got some weird shit. Um, players, just Danny Settler, mostly, threatened to beat me up, and Eric Winola said I'm not his friend anymore. That was a long time ago, though, guys. I mean, both of those guys are probably good friends now, though. Yeah. And I doubt either one would remember it, you know, at this point, so don't remind them. Chris? It wasn't Chris that did it. It was a keyboard. Okay. There's no (laughs) point in bringing that back up. There's just no point. Let's let it go. We'd like to have Eric on the show. So let's let that go. Um, and then USSF. I mean, okay. I imagine that means fight. Fight you. Not yeah. You. Um, so we used to have a cartoon um, called the D-Rex Show. And it was a cartoon dog. And in one of the scenes we had, and this is after Danny Zetela was arrested at a bar where he got in a fight and he was intoxicated he was arrested for i don't know some sort of physical violence and drinking and being drunk while fighting or whatever with his brothers or whatever and so we did a little parody of that scene and in the parody he's walking down the hotel and i run into the dog runs into him and uh start talk- the door i yeah i talk to him and he's really drunk and then he barfs all over the floor and he did not like that. Kid didn't like parodies. He didn't like our parody at all. Um, so I, it happens. I mean, there are probably other people that are really pissed at us. We did a lot of weird shit back then, guys. So sure, Ronaldo's not a big fan of uh, of Drek. I mean, but it would be like Breck Shea being pissed at me for telling, uh, doing the skit where he gets eaten by an anaconda. He's he's just gonna laugh at that. He doesn't care. But why get all pissed off about a, a cartoon character of yourself? Why doesn't Burhalter start PFOC if Burhalter wants to cross the ball into the box? It's nuts. Dude, Frank, I seriously wish I could explain it to you. I'm just getting used to just being baffled by what he does. I mean, if we're really going to do a lot of crossing Easiest set pieces, PFOC's your man. Burhalter. But if he starts Ferreira, I'm just going to be like, what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. That's thanks, like for, getting... thanks for the five there, Frank. Yeah, that's, it's, 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 man, uh, it's just, a, that's, it's Berhalter. What can you say? Yeah. And so when you, when you try to predict what Berhalter is going to do, you just have to look at his patterns. That's and, all you have. And you get you, sad. You do get sad <laughs> and you wear dark shirts and dark hats like I do. So it's, but it's becoming his unpredictabilities become so predictable. That sounds like a Yogi Berraism, but it's almost easy to tell. The only reason it's hard to tell who the center forward's going to be this time because no one's standing out. 
But if if Altador and Zardis show up in the 27, mm. I'm going to be like, Greg gregged it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he shouldn't just, be surprised at this point. Guys. He Come just over gregged it more than I thought Greg would greg it. <laughs> so overcorrected like, that turn. Like, oh, size oh, overcorrected. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like getting mad at South Park. People do get mad at South Park, though. That's the only reason why I brought this up is that they do. And it's it's dumb. I mean, yeah, threatening to beat want to co come beat my face. That's just that was uncalled for. And it just it actually what it all it did was just plan play into the stereotype that I created <laughs> about Danny Zettel in the first Dude, place. You're, you're right. Yeah. And I'm sure he's a good guy and he's way beyond that now and whatever. And but dude, it, it was a decade ago, and I'm sure he doesn't even remember it or care yeah. at this point. All right, we're going on an, uh, an hour and a half here, so let's hurry up and get through these last couple. You guys mentioned that GGG will flack for, from media if he snubs Jonathan Brooks. What will happen if Peafock gets snubbed for Sardis? I mean, we'll give him flack. The, the but mainstream, I, think, I, think I think mainstream's going to expect it. Yeah, mainstream will will ask questions like the following. So, Greg, um, yeah, we, we just noticed in the roster that um, well, I noticed that PFOC wasn't there. Can you give us some some idea why you're taking Zardis over uh, over PFOC at this point? Well, the way we plan to play in this window, we just felt that Josie was a better fit. Um, we're going to work on verticality, and that's that's he's just going to bull. And they're not going to go okay, but come on. That's bullshit. They're not going to say that. They're just going to let them say that, and they'll move on to the next question. So, as as Max Bretto said it, if you're going to be in the media and asking great questions, you got to play the game. Also, mm -hmm. do you think it's best Geo sits versus Mexico starts versus Panama and sits again versus Costa Rica if we're qualified? I mean, you could do it all kinds of ways, I suppose. But um, I would like to see at least Geo get like ten or fifteen minutes in the Mexico game, if you can get him in just yeah. to see how, where he's at and how he feels and make sure the team's getting acclimated to him again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but you could do it all kinds of ways. You just can't overplay him. So who are the top four players you're most worried about getting put on this upcoming? Well, PC playing time. Oh, getting playing time on this roster. The usual suspects. Yeah, usual suspects, guys. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, legit. Rolled on. I'm not going to rub Artists. more shit in their face at this yeah. point. You know, will, uh... you you know who they are. I mean, we've said it, but it's. I'm not worried. And again, I, I, but... I I've always had this. I always have to stress this because I don't. I don't necessarily make it seem like we're just we're taking a giant dump on these players, <clears throat> and we're not. We're not necessarily calling these players bad. We're we're just saying there are better options out there in our opinion. Yeah, and we're two idiots with a microphone voicing our opinion, and that's all it means. That's all it is. And it's not an MLS anti MLS bias at all. We're perfectly mm -hmm. happy with Miles Robertson, Zimmerman, Robert, Robert Robinson, uh, Turner being on the team if he gets his toes defrosted in time, um, Acosta whipping in set pieces. All happy with all that. So, what strikers is Greg going to call? I think we already went over this. I think it's Pepe, but Ferrer's artist. Wouldn't shock yeah. me if it was that. It wouldn't shock. Well, it did kind of. I said kind of shock us, given the fact that he went to go see Sergeant live. He did. I mean that that's going to be kind of a solid indicator that he's interested in calling him back up. 
but maybe he calls him up as a winger instead of a striker. Maybe these three players get the the nine position. Who knows? Damn ears need to pop. Um, yeah, I mean that could happen too. I mean, the center forward spot is the screwed up, most screwed up spot. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, there are reliable rumors. Hoppy might make this team. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say it one more time. We've been right about Brooks. If we get this one right, people are going to have to say, well, no one saw that coming from left field. But uh, if that happens, that'd be great. If it doesn't happen, I'll just say, sorry, I got bad information. <laughs> <laughs> And I aired it, but I mean, this is from people I trust. So and, I mean, um, that's that's the problem with rumors is that if you, I mean, if, if you if you don't actually announce them as a possibility, then it really will surprise people. But we're not sitting here going like Hoppy will definitely be there this window three days from now. Expect to see his name on that list. We're saying it's a possibility. I was told eighty percent. That's crazy. I that's not a number mm-hmm. I even expected. So I'll have to pat that source on the ass again for, I mean, they give me so much information about other people too that were right in the past. Brooks. Here's, here's one we bring up a lot. What about Nico G? He's always playing in league one. Yeah. Nah, not really. He's not playing that much. Um, he's getting a bit minutes or half, half games here and there. Um, he's got a lot of, still- s- 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 he's got like a, a th- Assists per minutes is like one assist a game. If you want to calculate it that way, the problem is he's not playing a lot of minutes. And uh, I just think he'll have to stand out and do something else. I mean, because Greg will not play him as a center forward. No. So he's battling Wea. He's battling Polisic for a spot, Aronson for a spot, um, and even probably Jordan Morris. So, I mean, you have to ask yourself, how would Jordan Morris do in France? I think, you know, unless he's playing one of the top three teams in France, he's going to do pretty well, or the top five teams in France. I think he'd do well as well. So, and by the way, Seattle have been on fire in the Champions League. So that includes Roald On. What MLS team hasn't been, apparently? I know, but Roald On's playing very well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, so, even if he wasn't, again, don't expect him not to be on the roster. He's going to be on the roster, guys. Yeah, he's going to be on the roster. Uh, real quick, just jumping before we jump to the next one, uh, football continues. He goes, also, do you think Greg uh, goes with Luka De La Torre at the top option to replace McKinney? We talked about yes. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or are we going to get an Acosta and Busio, assuming no Adams Busio. and Musa are the other first two options? Yeah, Busio just got back and played today um, in a loss mm-hmm. against Lazio. And he did play like 80 plus minutes. So Tessman didn't get in at all. I just think that Busio has been out too long. He had an injury and then he had nobody knows exactly what. So how do you think Greg will tackle nations league? Will it be a chance for some Euro guys to shine that are on the outside looking in, or will it be like a camp cupcake gold cup where it's mainly MLS lifers? I think it's going to be a mix. I think there are some Euro guys he would like to try. So let's say Hoppy doesn't make this this roster. That's a good time to bring Hoppy in. It's a good time to try guys well, like it's, it's Mendez during, out. It's during the offseason. It's during the, it's, you know, it, they're going to be more inclined to be included. Whereas it's going to be in the middle of the season for MLS. So unless it's a, a, a player like uh, like uh, Mihailovic um, or somebody along that, that ilk, you know, somebody who can 
who is on the cusp of being called in, but not quite because he hasn't had any chances. That's a possibility, but I think, yeah, I think it's going to be, you're going to see a, a consistent number of the starters still because Greg still wants to qualify for the nation's league finals. Yes. So but, he still wants to find, but I think he'll, he'll test the water with some other players. We didn't kind of getting bit minutes here. We didn't really address Mihailovic earlier when that was brought up by mm-hmm. one of the panelists on Jake's show. Um, but honestly, for this window, I unless we we're done and we're qualified up for the first two games, I don't really expect Mihailovic to get a start. Like we, they were talking about, who should we consider to start for McKinney's spot? It ain't going to be Mihailovic, okay? It, it's not. I don't care how good he's playing right now. He, we've heard from many of the players that it takes like two or three weeks to figure out Greg's system, two or three call-ups to really figure out Greg's system. Mihailovic, you know, he doesn't know. what. He, I mean, you would have to squeeze him in um, somehow and justify it. And God help him if we lost. So I think you could play him in the last game. Laughing out loud at the name. What name? Philip Whitcomb. Philip Whitcomb. Okay, yep, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Whitcomb. Uh, Mitch is definitely uh, upping his game from the last couple of live streams. Is this the... Uh... Ice Wallow guy too. It wouldn't surprise me, but he's uh, he's done a couple of the other ones uh, with us. Okay. Um, the one I, whatever, I forgot what the one you caught because you like oh, that was a common one back in the day. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, new. It looks like that. Good God, folks! An hour and thirty-seven minutes and later. Here, here least... I was concerned. Here I was concerned that we weren't going to have enough content to cover an hour <laughs> and we didn't even get into some of the comment content we were thought we would have to cover in the live show and so now we're going to do it for the non-live show the recorded show speed it up and not have another 40 minute segment yeah we better because we haven't even talked about jesse's win big lint win this weekend mm-hmm. we haven't talked about any of the big ganks of broad players and their performances this weekend well we have kind of in an offhanded way um so we haven't talked about the CCL hardly at all. Um, yeah, dude, we got nothing done in this show. <laughs> we, we, we got a lot done. We just we just do what we normally do, and we just talk, 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 talk. Yeah, I want to thank everybody um, that uh, came out and watched the show live. Um, I also want to thank the two guys that have already bought T-shirts. That freaking rocked. Like, I requested it. We fixed the link. You guys went in. Bam, two shirts bought already. So we've also got cups and we got beer glasses in there now too with the straight red card logo. So awesome. Um, I'm going to buy one for myself because I want to drink out one of those. So yes, Cruz Azul is probably winning the CCL, but you have to admit the MLS seems to have been doing well. Dude, you and, before a loop when you said that too, because I thought that they were actually playing today. No, but he's probably right. That's what's going to happen. I mean, I would have... I really thought this. I really think this is the our year. If we can get go to Montreal, but go Montreal. Yes, yeah. Montreal still has a shot. They're not. It's not totally out of the question. They could, you know, get some points in that uh, score some goals in that next game. Yes, we have the merch now. Um, it's Teesprings. So we got a bunch. There's shirts. There's cups. Check the mugs. description, guys. 
Um, they're cock warmers. No, they're no cock warmers. So I don't have time to weave those. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do for the. Dixon are watching soccer shows. I could I could probably get that done for the three inches, but anybody with anything <laughs> bigger, it would take me a long time to knit. Kind of so. look if it kind of looks like it just has three balls. <laughs> yeah, so I could do some extra smalls, but who wants to buy that online? Um, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, again, thank you for all of you who came out. Make sure you like it, subscribe, share it with your grandma. We will be back with another show after this one comes out tonight. Um, it'll be the recorded show where we'll cover all the other things we just couldn't get to tonight. All right, guys. Thanks for your support. Cheers. Do it again. Oop. Ah, fuck. <laughs> and like, that's way too many likes. I got a comment on a channel. Fuck. <laughs> oh. That should probably do. It should probably do. That should probably do. Thank you for watching the Straight Red Card. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share with your grandma. Your grandma is probably about as old as I am. Seriously, she probably is. Again, thanks for supporting the show. Let's keep kicking it on down the fucking road. Good night. <laughs> that hurt. Ha, 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 ha.